We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. In the last segment, we had a great time talking with Tom Doyle. He is the president of Uncharted and 838. Uh, two wonderful ministries we highly recommend. Uh, we're going to put links to them uh, on our show notes, engagemagazine.net. You can find everything there. Tom had to leave. Uh, he is in South Korea right now. and so little he little busy. He, he is a little, little bit busy. And not only that, but it's super early. <laughs> um, and so he, I, I think he wanted to just go take a nap or get a cup of coffee before <laughs> everything got started. Uh, but we have in studio now, Jordan uh, joins us as regular. So, mm-hmm. guys, we, you know, we just came off of January where we focused on uh, the sanctity of human life. And I do think there is a connection there between discussing sanctity of human life and discussing Christian persecution. Mm. Am I alone in that? No, I, th- I think you're absolutely right on. Yeah, it connects directly because persecution all too often entails uh, the the destruction of life. Yeah, and, and why? Because religious belief. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's what it boils down to, right? Yeah, I mean, you, and we've talked about this numerous times of the level of persecution. It could go yeah. anywhere from the physical death just to the devaluing of mm-hmm. someone's dignity. So, mm. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, one of the things I think that we run into whenever we talk about persecution, and, and we actually have a couple of articles discussing this, but I, so you guys know, I am a student of church history. I love church history. In fact, Jordan and I were talking this morning, I found a brand new um, seminary hmm. class that they offer the lectures for free. And so I'll be, um, I know what I'll be listening to for the next uh, three months or so. Some light listening. You know, yeah, it's Carl very, Truman. You know, it's not too heavy. Just yeah. working uh, out, listening to some seminary. Actually, I enjoy doing that. It's it's my, the, the guy I work out with says I'm so weird because I will, hmm. I will sit and listen to a sermon or listen to a lecture Why while I work out. Wow. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. Um, but so here's the thing. What we tend to do, especially if you're uh, any type of a student of church history, you'll look at it and think, oh, Christian or persecution happened in this period, mm. right? Yeah. Or even if we want to acknowledge, I think internally acknowledge, we all acknowledge that persecution happens today. But I think what we do is we say, oh, persecution happens there. Yeah. And it's it happens to faceless and to nameless mm-hmm. people that, you know, is— different and, and separate from us. Um, hmm. How can we overcome that obstacle? How can we go from persecution hmm. happened there and then to persecution happens near and now? Well, for one, you can certainly, you know, I just think about what we just did with the Orange Letter campaign. I know we're going to talk about more more of that later on in the segment, but when you talk to Tom Dole and, and ministries that are on the ground mm-hmm. at these locations where the persecution is ramped up, you know, to the highest degree, when you hear mm. the testimonies and stories and you take the time to, oh, could we understand that here in America we're not ramped up like that? Mm-hmm. Mm. So for us to be able to take the time and say, no, I'm reading this in Scripture, I know this exists, and then you hear testimonies that it does, mm. it brings it more to life. And then, and when you can, we have actually firsthand written stories yes, we do. from about right. two years mm-hmm. ago. So we're not, we're skipping you know, the the Tom Dole, who is a great testimony, who's got great testimonies that he's going from one person to the next, but we have handwritten accounts. Yeah. And so reading those really brings it to life and um, allows you to appreciate the freedoms we do have 
and then inspire us not to take them for granted while we have them. Yeah, and I really want to hit that in in just a minute. But in talking about Tom Doyle, we mentioned one of his books uh, in in the last segment, talking with him is his latest book, Standing in the Fire. Um, But his first book, Killing Christians, Living the the Faith Where It's Not Safe to Believe, um, was really kind of what started this Mm -hmm. whole thing, right? Um, AFA, we get books all oh, the yeah. time, yes. all the mm-hmm. time. Uh, well, this was one of those books that came across my desk, and I said, okay, I'm reading that book. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up. I read it in about two sittings um, and said, okay, I've got to interview this guy mm-hmm. and do an article. So one of the ways that we can make persecution uh, become real is to read the stories, mm-hmm. right? We Everybody knows about Fox's Book of the Martyrs. If you don't know about that, go get it. It's right. It's great. Um, but Tom actually now has three books out, and they all deal with persecution, and they're all from the people. So we don't get them firsthand. We, right. we get them you know, through, through Tom, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure they're all written kind of in first person. Sure. Um, and so you get their stories. And so if you want to have an understanding of persecution, um, get these books and read mm, them. They're yeah. powerful and they're great. You listen to Gage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening this afternoon. In the first segment, we have Tom Doyle, the president of Uncharters and 838 Ministries. We're so grateful each year we get to partner with him in what we call the Orange Letter Campaign. We've talked about that a lot on this program in weeks past, and you can find out more about that in EngageMagazine.net and go to the podcast page, and the most recent podcast is what we'll have the links on to all the articles and everything that we do to reach out to the persecuted church across Amer- across the world and different countries. And also take our content and pass it along to a millennial if you know one and help us get the and get all the content that we do and engage in the hands of a millennial. And we've got the brand new 2018 edition. Mm-hmm. I know we mentioned that in the first segment with Tom. What what else is in there that it relates to the Orange Letter campaign? So there's an article in that that's written by the entire Engage team called "The Moment Persecution Became Real," and yeah. it's actually exactly what we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because for the majority of our team, you know, persecution was there and then, and not near now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just kind of dis- we we kind of discuss what happened in that transition and and how we view it now. So I think it's a great thing, and and one of the things that. When we're talking about persecution, um, one of the things I think we rarely really hit on is that we, especially in America, we need to be mm. praising God for the freedoms that we have. Mm, yeah. um, we're not going to be um, hung outside of City Hall because we're carrying right. a Bible. Right. And that happens. Mm, yeah. That happens today. Or in you're associated with someone who does. Mm. Right. I mean, I mean in just, North yeah. Korea, if your son becomes a Christian, you and your spouse and either your parents or if he has kids, his children will be put in prison as yeah, well. It's wow. a three generational thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that we do have these freedoms, um, but one of the things I think that we tend to kind of neglect, one, we, we neglect to praise God for the freedoms that we have. Mm-hmm. But secondly, I think we neglect to to enjoy those freedoms by by. Exercising, exercising them. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, I'm no, no, I'm with you. Yeah. So, you know, whenever it comes to... Um, you know, Jordan's been able to read my mind in the past, so I'm able to read your <laughs> mind. We've got to go. We got a round table going here. There we go. That's what it's all about. So, I, I'll just say this. Um, when it comes to reading scripture, when it comes to enjoying fellowship with believers at church, we shouldn't do that out of a patriotic thing. Mm, yeah. But when we do those things, it we should, on top of the spiritual reasons we do that, 
we should praise God that we have the freedom. We can do that openly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, that's one reason why I think it's important for us to be active in our faith, because in doing so, we can, uh, you know, as long as we're practicing, you know, what we believe, then it's a lot easier to stand for it when it's necessary to stand for it yeah. instead of just, you know, being silent. All of a sudden it comes up and we need to mm-hmm. do something about it. Yeah. So the last few minutes that we have here, guys, um, because persecution is one of those things where we, we do talk about it a good bit. Um, but I I feel like what we don't do is kind of give our own hearts um, and, and share our own hearts. So what I want to know is how has, from the very first one that we did in, in 2015? That's right. 2015. Wow, that yeah. seems forever ago. It does. <laughs> uh, so from the from the very first one where we sent uh, letters to Syria to the 2017 OLC where we went to North Korea, how has that impacted you personally? Yeah, well, for me, um, it took away the uh, more news story uh, shell that these stories usually come with. And having be, being involved in a project like uh, Orange Letter Campaign and doing something and then getting a real response from real people mm. in those real situations, um, it, it, there was a connection there that you don't get when you read uh, something on the news about Syrian Christians being persecuted, um, it was it felt real, and then there, along with that, was this realization: these people are my brothers and sisters. And um, in, although I don't experience what they experience to the degree that they experience it, there's a unity there that it it, it just felt so real. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. It it. Went from being abstract to being yeah, tactile exactly. almost. Yeah, I agree. Cedra. Now, Cedra is not only the producer for the Engage Magazine uh, radio on American Family Radio, but she also does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. So, Cedra, I want to I want to ask you, how has the Orange Letter campaign really touched you? Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of like what Jordan said. It made it it made it real, you know. And we are so far removed from that type of persecution. Um, yeah. So sometimes we don't we don't realize we know it's happening, but it, it's, there's a difference in knowing something's happening mm-hmm. and fe- you know really feeling it and really seeing it. And I think uh, Tom has really allowed us to see that yeah. by mm-hmm. bringing us firsthand accounts from people who have actually experienced it. You know, I remember in uh, when we sent the letters to the Syria, the surviving family members in Syria, uh, the the family members were actually in Egypt, but um, for me, we had those names. Yeah. Right, we had the yeah. names of the men who were killed. So really quick, Wesley, we've got one minute left. Well, for me, it, it, like Cedar said, it took it. Obviously, we can't empathize and feel that, but mm-hmm. we can we can get the closest to sympathizing and understand what's taking place. But just the encouragement I got, you know, because a part of me just, obviously, I feel feel bad mm-hmm. for them, but the fact that they're turning around and their faith, their, their strength, their faith, and challenges and encourages me. So Yeah, and you know what? We want to hear from you. Have you participated in an Orange Letter campaign? Let us know across our social media. Engage FAQ at AFA.net. And if you're curious, what is all this Orange Letter stuff about? Uh, go to EngageMagazine.net slash podcast. We're going to put the links up uh, to everything that we've talked about and some other links where we help you share truth and apply scripture. See you next week.